106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself and Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service joining us now. We just had a great show, by the way, on Fix It Radio. Appreciate everybody that listened. And uh, I forgot to mention that that will replay on Tuesday. I forgot to mention that inside of the show itself. It replays Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Is that right, Charlie? 2 o'clock, yeah. So anyways, you'll figure that out on Tuesday. Did not know that. Yeah, so we we replay Fix It on Tuesday. So uh, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Anger, answering phones. Question of the day. Give us a call, by the way. Things that you carry in your car for emergency use, and then have you had to use any of those items? 303-477-5600. Don't forget, you can text us, 307-200-8222, And don't forget, you can always go to drive-radio.com. Send us an email that way as well. And if you're listening to us on Sunday morning, thank you very much. We do appreciate it. We do have some replays of Drive Radio as well, but I know for a fact it's on Sunday. Uh, and those of you that are listening on Sunday, I know there's a lot of listeners on Sunday because I get text messages and things from you all, and I appreciate that very much. But if you're listening on Sunday, you cannot call into the show. I know the phone still rings at times because folks tell me that that end up here on Sundays. But you can't call on a Sunday. But you can sure text us. I'll get those questions answered. Yeah, but call us today. Any question you've got, uh, Kurt Rogers should be joining us here in just a little bit, too. We'll get an update on what's going on in the mortgage world, which for a lot of you, that's a big deal also. But give us a call, 303-477-5600. So how is Geno's Auto Service this week? Geno's are doing well. Good. They actually have me working. So Oh, doing really well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've been taking on the larger project cars. Gotcha. So. That's okay. So I actually have an interest. I need to show I didn't even tell you about this. Uh, we're doing a um, valve job on an R-type Volkswagen Okay. Uh, yeah, beetle. Yeah, beetle R type. Yeah, and it uh, it uh, bent all the valves and were you know it's hard it's hard it's hard to tell what came first chicken or the egg. Right. Uh, but we're pretty sure that it happened. The reason it bent all these valves only sixty thousand miles uh, carbon buildup. Oh, all the carbon was in there. And so bent I, I the valves. brought I brought you a valve. You did. So you can actually show me what the carbon buildup's like. Okay, so we got a little show and tell going on here, folks. Uh, let's do this. We'll take Randy real quick. We'll get a little show and tell with Steve. Again, 303 477 5600 is our phone number. Yep, and Steve does have that in front of me. And yes, that is a very carboned up valve. Yeah, so we think, yep. you know, uh, it jumped time quite yep. a bit. And it's yep. a timing chain, which chains don't jump time. Not usually. You know, especially at 60,000 miles. No, not at 60. But uh, we think that the uh, valve stuck. Stuck open enough. Yep. Broke, you know, bent the valves, yep. broke all the rockers. Yeah, on all the intake and then it side. jumped, and then it jumped. That makes sense. But wow! It, and so you know, we were talking about decarbon. Just need a little EPR. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's I, what that needed, and then you wouldn't have had that problem. Uh, anyway, Randy in Detroit, what's going on, sir? Hey, buddy. How uh, we doing? I come in. I'm trying to adjust. You know, it's a big change. Uh, I'm sure like, it like is. I told Randy. Larry, like I told Larry, but he goes, "Oh, you're moving up north. Well, we're a little higher than Denver and Detroit." But yes, it's a you long are. Way east. There's no mountains. There's no mine caves. <laughs> nope. But we got copper. 
Yeah. Anyway, since you were talking timing change real quick, I had asked my guy about my timing change, Jeep, 204,000, uh, and he said, you know, it, it, it's probably sloppy. Uh, but if you put, like, the light on it, the flashes, you know, and to set your timing, will that tell me if it's, I mean, just because it's sloppy, the timing's good, it's good, let it go? Is that one way of what going? Jeep? Okay. It's a 99 with that straight six. No problems. I'm just wondering down the road. I mean, uh, can you actually get a timing light good? on it? It's not that uh, bank of plugs, you know, the coil on plug? Oh, uh, <clears throat> no, that, that, that's, okay. that's on the caliber. The Jeep is regular. Oh, okay. Um, but will that tell me that it's okay? So there's a little oh, It's hard to tell. I mean, you can kind of see it wobbling, but is that because you're light? Is that because you're induction? Or is that because it's got a chain? You could never know. Yeah. You know, that's that's the part that's a little bit. And, and I can't yeah. remember what engine's in the Jeep, Randy. I'm sorry. Just refresh my memory. Uh, yeah, 4 straight six. There is There are no tensioners on that one. So that is one where if you pulled the distributor cap off and you looked mm -hmm. at the rotor itself, and then you put a uh, a wrench on the harmonic balancer and then rock the engine back and forth and see how much slop you have before the distributor moves. That's the old way of right. doing it, but that is an old engine, and you could do that right. on that one and tell you how much slop is there. That is one thing you could do. And somebody should have already checked that and done that, by the way. Yeah. Well, I just brought it up to him because I, I knickknack him about every little thing. <laughs> that, that'd be one uh, way for them to – and by the way, that mileage, I that's one of those things. I mean, that's not an interference engine, but if it goes bad, it's going right. to leave you stranded. But I, I would have him do a quick check of that. It's, it wouldn't take – I mean, that's not a big deal to do. You can check that in 30 minutes. Cool. All right. Yeah. Do I have time for a comment? Do yeah, me, go ahead. Me to wait till no, no, go ahead. I have fine. a question for oh. you, too. So. Uh, I have a comment. You know, news is always bad. We just seen a, a six-year-old girl died in an accident because of a drunk driver. Yeah. Here's my here's my solution to that. Uh, driving is a privilege, right? Yes, it is. I, be, I believe and, it is, yes. People, right, and people like me and you like to drive our own cars. Yes. You know, they can, you know, ever seen that movie, I, Robot, where, you know, the yep. car goes in the manual. And they eat it. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. Uh, if you kill somebody because you're drunk, or if you... Uh, kill, okay, I don't care if they die. If you hit somebody and you take off, okay, I'm talking serious crap here. That's that's wrong, any way you look at it. If you do that and they catch your ass, my solution to that is you lost your privilege. So that means you're either going to drive on a taxi, you're going to drive with a buddy, or if you have the money, which you probably don't, but if you do, you're going to get a car that drives itself because you lost your privileges. Uh, so now you can text, you can smoke, you can drink because the car is driving itself. And the car will stay back a distance, the car won't go into your lane, the car won't flip you off when you're driving slow and it passes you. <clears throat> you lose your privilege rights because you can't just start wasting people because you want to play behind the wheel. Uh, no, I, I totally make, agree. Does that make that, sense? Yeah, that, and right. that's the way it is well, in, your, in many European countries. I know uh, I, my, I, I, I my can't argue with that, Randy. My family's from Hungary, and yeah. that, was, that was the rule. If you got caught I, once, yeah. you were done forever. It's a privilege, and there's ways to drive. You got money, get a and, and, uh, and, and responsibility. Randy, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I think you're, yeah, spot on. By the way, so. yeah, well, so, I'd get it patent, but I don't have the money to do so. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so where, where in Detroit are you? Uh, I'm about 50 miles north of Detroit. I mean, oh. it's nice up here, but still, okay. My, my wife's from Livonia. That's why I was curious. So we always yeah, go to. Detroit. I got a lot of family here. It's, it's a family. I just, it's, it's a great place. It gets a well, knock. If you got money great. for water stuff, there's there's a lot of boating, fishing, and all that. I just oh. never was into it. I got into the mines and the gold and, uh, and the ores and uh, all that. Cool. That really fascinated me. But you know, never say never. I can come back. It's just the cheapest I can get back there is living in a motel at fifteen hundred a month. <laughs> and right now, everything's paid for. Trailers paid for. 
all new furnishings paid for. Everything's good, and I pay four fifty for my lot. You yeah. can't can't I argue like that it. one. I can't argue that one. No. It's just I'd like to move this over to I know. Colorado. Yeah, which it's eighteen hundred to move it down the block. So yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Randy, good anyway, stuff. You guys it's always good to hear from you, man. Good. Really, really appreciate it. Best of luck to you. Thanks, as always, for listening to us. We do appreciate that very much, and you've been a faithful listener. We appreciate that uh, ever so much. Bob and Centennial, you are next. Hi, John. Enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. I got a My wife, rather, has a 2008 Subaru Outback, and got 134,000 miles on it. The, the car rides like a truck. It's almost like the tires are solid rubber instead of air filled. And, uh, I'm just wondering, uh, I had my mechanic look at it and he's the only thing he said, he looked at the control arms on the sway bar bushings, said they were, uh, dried and cracked. Would, would that, um, yeah. cause something like that? Not going to help. I, I wouldn't say that that would be all of it, but that's definitely not going to help. I mean, a, a rough ride typically, it, especially if it, so I guess g- going back, has it always been that way? Has it always been a little bit rougher, or has it had the typical Subaru? I mean, Outbacks typically don't have a rough ride. They're really pretty smooth normally. Yeah, no, it's, uh, before it was, it's been pretty smooth, and it seemed like it's, it's uh, just changed. I mean, uh, the tires are a year old. It's had a Goodyear Assurance. Okay. But uh, I, don't, I don't know that that would make a difference, or would it? Well, it depends on the pressure. So the things to look at when it comes to rough ride are tire pressures. You know, the higher the pressure, the rougher the ride. And the stiffer the, the sidewall on a tire, the rougher the ride. That's the other thing, too. But if it hasn't, you know, if it's gotten a harsher ride since those tires have put on, it's most likely not the tire. Air pressure can cause that. If somebody's adjusted them, they're, they're a little high, that would be one thing. And then everything else needs to be looked at suspension-wise. I mean, if the suspension starts to get weak and the bump stops start hitting more than they normally would, bump stops being the... The part of the car that if the spring starts to collapse too much, it, it can't collapse upon itself is probably the best way for me to explain that. There's a little rubber, they call them bump stops, that then the, the, the frame, or in your case, there's not a frame, but the unibody and the, and the axle would actually ride on that bump stop because there's not enough, uh, think of it this way, there's not enough power left in the springs on the suspension. If there's not and the car gets either overloaded or the springs get weak over time, it'll start hitting the bump stops sooner than they normally would. And, yes, that'll give you a very rough ride if you're riding on the bump stops all the time. Kind of knocking your fillings yeah, out. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right, yeah. Because think about it, it's just basically riding on the rubber bumpers. That, that's really what the bump stop is, is, a big rubber bumper, Bob. And if the suspension gets weak enough and or there's a lot of extra things being carried in the car, everything from people to gear to whatever, and I've seen a lot of Subarus running around here lately that are loaded to the hilt, and I look at those and think, uh, yeah, that's because here's the thing. That suspension is going to wear out that much faster the more, the more it's loaded. So I don't know what he actually you know does with the vehicle, but if it's loaded up heavier, then, yeah, that suspension is going to wear out faster, and those will be the things to look at. Yeah, she never, she really never overloads it for sure. Okay. But I just wonder if it's worth uh, spending 500 bucks to replace those sway bar bushings and control arm bushings. I'd have the is entire that, suspension. You're in Centennial. I'd have Geno's take a quick peek at the entire suspension before I did anything. Have them look at, again, everything I just mentioned. Look at struts. Look at the springs that are in the struts. Look at the bump stops themselves. Has it been rubbing on the bump stops? I mean, where is that harsh ride coming from? Yeah, I think it needs a good test okay. ride. But, you know, first thing when you go for rough ride is almost always shocks. I mean, we, we, we I mean, that too. That's the first thing we've got to look at. But, I mean, all that kind of comes into play. And well, yeah, because in that one, you may, if, if in that vehicle, if the front struts, for example, are getting weak, you would do an assembly. You're going to do spring strut yeah. the whole nine yards, which they, then is going to change the ride completely, Bob. You're not just going to go throw shocks or struts on it. You're going to do an assembly at that age. 
Okay. Yeah, they've come a long right. way. Yeah, they so. really have. And so, so yeah, I mean, again, shocks and springs and struts and all the things that we're talking about for everybody listening, it, it is very much like, um, yeah, I know Novus Autoglass is one of our great sponsors. So it's sort of like that windshield where you put it in one day brand new or you buy the car brand new. Man, it's as clear as a bell. You can see right through that thing. But, you know, a year, a year and a half, two years later, you, know, you get the right sun glare on it. You see all these pits and chips and so on. You know, you didn't see each one that hit. You just, over time... It just sort of gradually got worse and worse and worse. That's essentially what's happening to the suspension on any vehicle that's out there. Same, th- same thing I just mentioned. You just don't see it because it's so gradual. Nobody knows it until one day you're like, wow, this thing just doesn't ride like it used to. Can you tell if those suspension components are bad just by looking at them? Look and feel both, yes. Look, feel, and then, uh, you know, like if we're checking for ball joints, we're looking for some play or something, too, or maybe we're losing a little bit of that. But, yeah, it's, it's an department inspection. Right. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll go that route before we start. Yeah, I would do that before I spend any money on it, Bob. Okay. All right, well, thanks. You're very welcome, Bob. We appreciate it. And Geno's Auto Service over in Littleton, that's easy. Best way to find them, by the way, is just genosautoservice.com. Geno's with a J. That's the best way to remember them. Just go to genosautoservice.com. You can do everything from the website. I know I'm speaking for... Steve, but I, I do this yeah. enough every day to know yeah. that it's easy. It's accurate. It's, it's just where, that's just where you go. So, all right, guys, we'll be right back. Question of the day, things you carry in your car for emergency use, and then have you had to use any of those items? So, for example, we're heading into winter. What do you carry in the vehicle as you head into winter? One of the things I want to come back and talk about that a lot of you need to be aware of, and I was looking at some of these this past week for some things on my own, and that is tire chains, tire socks, things along those lines. We've got different laws and rules now in Colorado when it comes to some of those things. Those are the things I'm talking about. What do you carry in your car for an emergency? We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolored paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change. All without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. 
but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Kurt Rogers finally here. Affordable Interest Mortgage, along with Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service. Felipe, though, joining us now from Golden. Uh, Felipe, how are you today, sir? Hey, John, I'm really well. How are you? Doing very well, sir. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I got a question about the Chevy Bolt. Yes. When I charge it and then I take it out on the road, after like one minute or two minutes, the range drops 20 miles. Have you experienced that? Depends on the temperature outside. This time of the year, it, you know, and like me, parked inside the garage. Yeah, I, same exact thing. So I'm inside the garage. It's, you know, it's warm. It's, you know, I don't know. I keep the garage, I don't know, 55, 60 degrees, something like that. So as soon as I pull out, though, if we're down in the 40s, for example, yeah, I'll get that immediate 20-degree drop or 20-mile uh, range drop immediately. Okay, so that shouldn't be a concern. No, what, what's happening is the the car knows, you know, because it's got sensors and everything all over it, as you know. So it knows as soon as it pulls out of the garage what the temperature drop just became, and it knows that the colder it is outside, uh, the the less range the battery now has. The hot, as as you know too, when we get into the hot summer days where it's ninety degrees or so outside, that thing will have a three hundred mile range on it, roughly. Yeah, actually, it will. It will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, 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 you, and there's no drop. You pull out of the garage, and it doesn't change. Everything's exactly the same. So I just noticed, by the way, Felipe, that, that drop in mine, I just noticed within the last week because we haven't really been having, you know, cold enough mornings to where it's that big of a deal. But, we, yeah, we do now. You pull out of the garage, and there's that immediate drop. 
Ah, okay. Hey, John, have you tried driving it in sport mode? Oh, man, yeah, thing flies. Yeah, it's really it does. Okay, so the only okay, I, I should I should not say this, Filippi, but I will anyways. If anybody, if if you or anybody that uh, you know that's into that end of things, my only complaint with that car, I know it's going to sound really bad. I'm going to say it anyways. I don't care. My only complaint with that car, top speed is 92 miles an hour. I cannot go any faster than 92. And when I get above 85, there's like no power left. I want I want some way to not you know take that governor off to where. I can still go above, and I know I shouldn't be saying that, but but that that's well, the truth. I'm sure it's a software. I'm sure that's all it is. I just got to figure out who can reprogram it. Software, you can probably change it. You know what I don't like about it? The minimum speed for cruise control is 24. That's yeah, and that that's been that's flippy. That's kind of been true with most vehicles for a long time, though. That's not unique to the Bolt. That's pretty. That's well, pretty why common. Why do they have it so high, though? What's what's the reason? I think their their reasoning behind that is they feel like if you're going less than that, you're probably in an area where you really need to be paying attention to what's going on around you and shouldn't be on cruise control anyway. So vehicles for I'm talking Felipe years now. I mean the last twenty plus years. That's been a twenty five mile an hour or so minimum to get the cruise control to engage. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. I live in the mountains. And when I go home, it, the road's real curvy. You know, it goes back and yep. forth. That Chevy Bolt can take those corners really well. Oh, yeah. No, I love that car. I mean, I, I, I honestly, Felipe, I, I don't, other than the top speed limiter, which I'd like to change, other than that, I don't really have any complaints. Here in about another couple of weeks, I'll put my Blizzax on it, and I'll be good for the winter, and away we go. Yeah, I, I just winterized my car, my Bolt. I didn't do anything. No, you don't. I'll, I'll, I winterize mine by putting Blizzax on it, and away I go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Hey, John, thank you. You're very welcome, Felipe. And, you know, I, I know you guys are laughing at me for driving a, you know, a little electric car, but I tell you what, you don't knock it till you try one. Because, I mean, the little thing just, it just goes and flies and works. And, and again, I, I've talked about this plenty, but for what I do daily, coming to the station, live in Golden, I drive about 30 miles each way, so I'm about a 60 to 70-mile round trip. I've put over 12,000 miles on that car, and I haven't even owned it a year yet. It won't be until February that I've owned it a year. So I've put 12,000 miles on that car already. Has not skipped a beat. I drove it most of, well, half of last winter because I got it in February. Put the Blizzax on it early on. And, and I, again, I, I, last week went down to that remote down Cara Springs for the Novus guys, drove the Bolt, put all my gear in the back, drove all the way down, drove all the way back. Still had 90 miles left when I got home. I, guys, I can't complain. The, the, the thing, it just works. It really does. I'm. How how, how did it handle with the Blizzx? I mean, uh, the weighting of the cars in it is pretty pretty good. I would assume that's why it handles so good around corners. So it's even better in the center. Gravity is low, so the thing so. just just yeah, it just rolls. Cool. The only issue with that car in the with the Blizzx in the winter and so on is if it's a, if it is a little bit slick outside, you got to watch the throttle because it'll. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it'll break loose the tires on dry pavement, nonetheless on ice. Oh, I see. Oh yeah, it, oh it goes. <laughs> oh yeah, you can burn the front tires off in no time flat if you're not careful. I see. So, so yeah, you do. Goes. Well, like anything else, when you have a little extra power, you oh, yeah. should be careful. And, and the thing about it is, it's instant power. Yeah. You hit a... the gas, and you know well, there's no gas. You hit the hit the accelerator pedal, <laughs> and away you go. Yeah, they put all the power at the lower speeds, not at the top speeds. Yeah, I, 
and some of you are thinking, well, why are you driving that fast? Don't ask. Okay, just don't ask. There's just times where <laughs> it's just times. There's just times where I need to get around somebody or something, and I need more than that. You know, and it's not that it's just the 92. It's the above 85. It just starts to peter out, and they're governing governing it back. You just you know once you get to 85, you just can't. You know, you, anyway, it's just side note. Side note. More power. It's the only complaint I have is, is my top limit speed needs to be raised. But some of you are thinking you're crazy. Well, we already knew that. So, anyways, we'll come back, talk to Kurt Rogers. If you got any questions for Kurt, me, Steve, whatever, give us a call. Question of the day, things that you carry in your car for emergency use. And sometimes we forget about that, but we still live in an area where, you know, we've got lots of things that can happen, not only from nature, but just different things happening. And we always hear those stories of, you know, somebody sliding off someplace, nobody finds them for you know, a week, you know, somehow they survive. I mean, you know, you, you think of these things and you think, well, it's never going to happen to me. Well, what if it does? Are you prepared? Do you have what you need in the vehicle, you know, to survive and make it if that were to happen? You know, what sort of tools? I mean, used to be we all carried toolkits in the cars. And, you know, nobody does that anymore because every car out there pretty much runs. But Kurt says he does. You still carry a, a toolkit. Yeah, I got a little toolkit in both my cars. Wow. Okay, we'll come back and talk about some of that. So don't go anywhere. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, our number, 303-477-5600, right here on KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Mistakes happen. Auto repair shops prove their mettle when something goes wrong. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker recognizes that mistakes happen. They're committed to doing what they say, even when that means replacing a failed part for free or honoring the original price they quoted a customer despite unexpected issues. They hear all the time from their loyal customers, that's what keeps them coming back because of how the entire team responds when something goes wrong. The techs at Extreme Auto level with you, following through to fix the problem. They don't just replace parts, they repair vehicles. It's that same degree of integrity that keeps their employees around long-term too. The average Extreme Auto technician has 16 plus years of experience and they stick around because they share the same commitment when something goes wrong. We do what we say. No arguments, no excuses. Just apologize and work to make it right. KLZRadio.com slash extreme promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. 
Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Kurt Rogers, Steve Horvath from Geno's as well. By the way, all of our sponsors of Drive Radio, we've got various sponsors that run really the gamut. They're not all just automotive guys. We've got folks that can help you with your pets. They can write you a will. They can handle all your legal stuff. We've got, you, you name it. It, it. it runs the gamut on Drive Radio. Find all of our sponsors. Just go to drive-radio.com. They're just a great bunch of individuals. Uh, they're all vetted by me. I know each and every one of them, you know, personally. I use each and every one of them personally. Th- these are people that you can trust. Mark my word on that. And uh, just use our sponsors. That's really what this show is all about. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here, and we appreciate it very much. Joe and Castle Rock, what are you, what are you keeping your car, Joe? Uh, not only my car, I gave my daughter this kit, too. You know, first of all, a Leatherman tool. Second of all, a good LED flashlight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Third, very, very important, is a way to start a fire. Now, I... I include road flares in both her car and my car. So if you have a road flare, it becomes You can always redundant. start a fire with that. You can always start a fire. But if you don't have road flares, one of my favorites is they sell these little magnesium sticks with a knife, like in the yep. camp stores. Yep. Um, and by the way, there have been stories about people who have made a wrong turn down fire roads, like up in Oregon. I know. I know. And they, and they freeze to death. Uh, yeah. I, you know, what I said earlier, I'm not trying to be... You know, weird or morbid or anything, Joe. But you know, you hear these stories all the time. These freak accidents where you know somebody's just driving along. It's a nice, warm day like we have now, and they get off someplace. They go hiking. They come back to the car. Weather comes in. They get lost, and now all of a sudden they're dead. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the fire will not only keep you warm for a short term; it will absolutely help you get found because you know, obviously, you start a fire with smoke, and they're right. going to have the flare. The you know, helicopters with the flare. If you start a fire, they're going to find you, and the fire will keep you warm. So. If you're not yeah, and by the way, real quick on that, Chew Joe, just knowing the outdoors like I have all these years, the other mistake folks make is just stay put. The biggest mistake people make is they think they're going to go find help, and that's really when they get more lost and, and typically end up in, in a direction, which, by the way, anybody that ends up lost usually just walks in circles because your dominant foot just makes you walk in a circle you know, constantly anyway. So the reality is you're not going to go find help. Just stay put. Exactly. Stay put, start a fire, stay warm. Yep. On the topic of year-round, I keep in the uh, cargo compartment of my car, I keep a little wool skull cap and a pair of gloves. Yep, me too. 
And I also keep, a, you know, I, I've actually got a Gore-Tex um, jacket with a hood on it that I keep in my yeah, car. Just, yeah, you and I are the same on that. I mean, just, just something where, I don't know, if you had to hang out inside the car, you'd have another extra layer. I mean, the car is going to keep you a certain amount of, of warmth, but just gives you that extra layer. Right. Also, something I carry and I outfit my daughter with, but I caution against its use unless it's a dire emergency, is a can of Fix-A-Flat because, as you know, yep. it can mess up. It can mess up the you know the. Yeah, but if you're thing. off on that beaten path like we just talked, and you've got no other option of getting out of there, you know what? Use it. Yeah. So, and that's what I, that's what I told her. I said, look, if you have any other option, don't use the Fix-A-Flat. But if you're stuck in a dirt road, you don't have any cell phone reception. Nope. You, you as an automotive guy myself, Joe, I, I'm not going to argue with that one. And Steve over here shaking his head as well. Yeah, I mean, like you, you you're not going to use that if you're on, uh, you know, if you have a flat tire and it's on I-25, you can go to the next exit ramp and then call somebody to come help you because you can't do it yourself. We're not talking about that. No. Nope. Right. So uh, the other thing, in addition to my Leatherman tool, I've got, uh, I bought a couple of these. It's a screwdriver that has a big fat head, and when you open the head, there's about nine different double-ended bits in there. There's yep. torques, there's squares, there's Allen wrench. Yep. So I keep one of those in my car, and I put one of my daughter's roadside kit. So, uh, you know, a, a screwdriver that has, you What know, about food, Joe? Somebody, in fact, somebody even texted and said, let's talk about a little bit of food. You keep granola bars, anything like that, just I in case? A box of, I keep a box of granola bars, and I always keep a couple of bottles of water in my car. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, granola bars and water. And, again, we're talking, you know, a cup, two or three days. You know, we're not going to help you in a week. But you, again, you, you, well, I'll tell you what. If you have enough water and, eat, you believe it or not, even two or three granola bars, you, you could survive a week if you had to on that. I know it doesn't sound like much food, but you, you're, as long as you've got the water, you could literally go a week without eating if you had to. Right, and if you start a fire, the chances are you're not going to have to. You're not going to be there a week, typically. But, but again, that goes back to what we said a moment ago. You, you don't move. The, the biggest mistake I think that a lot of folks make, and they, and they tell you this in most of the survival classes and things that you take, is people start walking and they end up in places where they don't even know where they're at. Or, you know, they think they know the out to the road, so they start walking one direction, and they end up in worse trouble than if they had just stayed put. Right. Now, there's also something that uh, uh, I carry in my plane, John. There's a something called a firefly strobe. You can get them for about fifty bucks. Yep. Um, uh, incredibly bright. I mean, no, I, I keep I keep a set of those in both of my trucks because the other thing that those are nice for too, Joe, is if let's say you do have that flat tire and you're on that busy highway and it is midnight and p- stuff zooming by. Well, you can you know they they come with a little triangle kit too as well where you can put those things out, put those next to the truck and really let people know you're there. Yeah, those firefly strobes are about a little bigger than a pack of cigarettes, maybe bigger than a pack of plastic. Yeah, not cars. much. Um, and, and about 50 and, bucks. And, Joe, though, that's another one, too, by the way, for everybody listening. You can now buy those, uh, you know, Napa, Amazon, whatever. You can buy those in a little kit. They come in a bag. It's a real simple thing. I think you get three in a bag, and they're not very expensive. Right, and you want to be able to say, and so that's good. You know, if there is aircraft looking for you, they're bright enough that even in the middle of the day, uh, yes. if you're in, if you're in point. the woods, they're going to they're see you with that. And particularly at night, they'll, they'll spot you from five miles away. So. Good point. Flashlight, fire, fire, so wait. The other thing I carry this time of year, too, and they were on sale here not, not too long ago at Costco, is the little small aluminum shovels. You can usually stick them underneath a seat or behind the seat in a truck or whatever, that, you know, in case you had to dig out the tailpipe. Yeah, that, that's what we're really looking at. We're not talking about digging the car out of a snowbank because you're typically not going to get that done. But keeping the tailpipe clear, making sure that, you know, if you do have to run the car, you can, that sort of thing. Yep, good idea. I don't, I don't, I don't typically carry one of those. But one, la- one last item, by the way, that I suggest everybody carry, and I'm a big one on this one. Everybody should have this. 
a yellow safety, yellow or orange safety vest with the reflector on it. Should be in the trunk glove box. They're small enough where you can put them in either one. Should be in every single car. In fact, Joe, I wish they came standard on cars because if you are on the side of the road and you've got some kind of a problem, you get out, you should have that vest on. Couldn't agree. Couldn't oh, agree I like more. That. I actually have one that I use when I go on construction sites and railroad yards, and I should probably just leave it in the car. Uh, yeah, I I do same deal with me. I mean, that's kind of the the role I have outside of what I do here, and I usually have one or two of those things kicking around. And yep, I just stick that inside the the car. That way, you've got it. It's reflective. Because let's face it, the, the the biggest risk when you get off on the side of the road is is not you, not the car, and and you know, in in being on the normal highway, you know, you know, not not having. You know, not survival at that point. It's somebody running into you. That that's the biggest issue you've got in that situation. Yep. By the way, here's a little quiz. If you don't have road flares or matches or lighters, what's a way you can start a fire without matches, lighters, or flares? In the car, you mean? Yep. Well, there's no cigarette lighters any longer, so that would be the first thing most people would come out and say. But those things don't exist any longer. I don't know. What is it? Um, spark the battery. You know, take a piece of metal. And yeah, you could do that. Sure. Sure. In fact, what they teach you in, in pilot school, emergency survival, is since you, you can ac- access the gas caps, is, you know, take a, a yep. map, paper map, uh, soak it in a little little fuel, and then just arc the battery with a piece of map. Uh, yeah, and by the way, the other thing that would be worth having around, just for, for what you just said, Joe, that you could put in a little plastic bag and keep in that trunk, too, is just get some double-lot steel wool and throw in a plastic bag, then you're, there's your fire starter and the battery right there. Uh, yep, uh, great idea, John. So, yeah, That's all you need. Wool. And, again, and, uh, some of the stuff we think about, even us car guys think about it, but very few people have what we just said in their car. Mm-hmm. So hopefully some people will have listened to this and say, you know, I ought to go do that and put it in their to-do list for today. Yeah, and you know what? It's going to be a good weekend to do it. Tomorrow's even going to be a little bit cooler, so if you're listening to us on Sunday, it is that day. But, yeah, it's going to be a little nicer today, but a little cooler tomorrow. It'll be a good day to kind of put some of those things together. And, by the way, Joe, everything we just talked about, you could put those kits in the back of your car for probably $30 or less when we're all said and done. And they don't take up a lot of room. No. They don't take up. Not a lot of weight, and, uh, and most of them have a, an indefinite shelf life. And, and real quick also, along those same lines, by the way, just another tip, 90% of the people listening, Joe, because I know I'm one of those guys that ends up with about a gazillion of these things, has an old duffel bag of some kind <laughs> kicking around somebody probably gave you or you won or you're at some giveaway place or whatever. Take all that stuff, stick it in a little duffel bag, stick that in the trunk, and then away you go. Yeah, like a, when you say duff, more like a gym bag. Yeah, like exactly. Just a small little bag. bag. You know, you don't need, you know, cloth bag. I mean, whatever. Just something to keep the stuff from rolling around the trunk. Yep, little, yeah, little gym bag. Yeah, and again, uh, go to Napa, road flares, Yep. Uh, you know, lighters, fix a flat. There, and real quick, by the way, Joe, the road flare thing, nobody thinks about those any longer because you hardly see them, but that's probably one of the best tools you could have in, in that situation, especially if you're, you know, you're stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Those things, there's a lot of uses those those can come in handy yep. for. Lifesaver. They help help you get found and help you start a fire. That's exactly right. Good stuff. Joe, right, good guys. stuff. Okay. Thanks, Take man. Care. Appreciate it very much. You you're too, welcome. Kurt, Steve, either one of you. One of the anything? things I keep in my car because I wear hearing aids, and I, in the thinking of the batteries, I keep two packs of batteries for my hearing aids, and I also keep a, another battery for my phone. And about once every six months, I'll take it in the house and I'll rotate them out so that I've got an extra battery in case I do get something on my phone. I don't run out of power and I'm stuck. But I keep the the hearing aid batteries in. By the way, and we did a research on this a long time ago. I think I still have one of these kicking around uh, someplace. But uh, uh, we did a, uh, a, I don't want to say it, a review. I guess the best way for me to say it, a a, consumer review on a little... 
and I know everybody's got smartphones and all that stuff now, but you can buy, and they're not very expensive, a standalone 911 type cell phone only. Mm-hmm. It's oh, yeah. got lithium batteries that have a shelf life that will go for a very long time. You basically then, if this device is ever needed, so let's say you're, you're someplace, your battery goes dead on the cell phone, you can't charge, you didn't bring your cord, whatever the case may be. But you need to have, you know, some, you need to have some contact with emergency services, and if you're in an area where it will pick up, this particular phone, you just pull some tabs, the battery then connects, it's in use, and you can call 911, and away you go. That way, if you ever are in a position where a cell phone dies, something along those lines, you've still got ability to contact emergency services. That's a great idea. It's a really great idea. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those things that's small enough, you can throw it in a bag, throw it in the trunk, you know, throw it in, you know, throw it in where the spare tire's at. I mean, there's a number of places you can hide the thing, and that way you just always have it where if something happens, you pull that out, and you've got instant cell service, and Away you go. And that's all this thing does is contact emergency service. There's no cell phone plans, no monthly fee. Because every phone, I think there was a law, and Charlie might know this, there's a law, I believe, on the cell phone provider that even if a phone is not activated, as long as there's a SIM card in it, it doesn't have to be activated. You can always get a 911 emergency service out of that phone as long as it powers up and will connect. Yeah, yeah, Charlie said, even if it's locked, you can get 911 out of that phone. I think that's a law or something, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when it comes to I, probably FCC, when it comes to the cell phone companies and so on. But, yeah, you can take any locked phone, still get 911 on it. And that's uh, yeah, just even some old cell phone kicking around, you can still, even as long as it's got a SIM card and it'll connect to a local network, you can fire that up and call 911. This guy was very smart. He's a pilot. I mean, yes. He had a lot of training. Yeah, well, you could see, it, you could hear it come. You can through. hear that Joe's a smart guy. Yes, very, very much, much so. so. All right, Kurt Rogers with us again. We'll come back talk a little bit about mortgages, where where rates are, where the market's at, how you could maybe do some of those things in regards to your or use use some of that. I should say that equity in your house to do some things. Whether it be car shop, we talked to somebody in the Fix It Radio Hour where they were building a shop. We've got ways where you can do some things along those lines and help some of you car guys out at the same time. So you got a question for Kurt? Give us a call 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Get your unique vehicle insured for what you know it's worth. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance gives you the coverage you expect, which means you have the money to replace your vehicle when something goes wrong. Here's a real story from a customer of Paul. A brand new custom vehicle in transport was not strapped on correctly. It fell off the transport vehicle and onto the highway through no fault of the owner. Because he had insured his vehicle with Paul Lewinberger, he filed a claim and replaced the vehicle, no questions asked. In fact, American National Insurance went to bat for him against the transport company to make sure he got the coverage he expected. With any other insurance, that story might have ended very differently. Make sure your unique vehicle is insured correctly so you get the coverage you expect. Call the personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. 
Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. All right, we've got two calls coming in. going to talk to Kurt as well, but I want to throw this in really quick on the survival thing, and I would forgot about this. So years ago, my old co-host Dan and I, we were on one day, and I had heard that you could actually take a can of tuna with the oil, not the water can tuna, but the oil tuna. So like chicken of the sea, only with oil instead of water. And you can take a small little like a butcher string that you'd have around the house, just cut off a, I don't know, six inch piece or so of that, because you want to cut it down to about probably four inches or so when you get ready to do this. But if you really get in a pinch, you can actually poke a little hole with one of your screwdrivers or any other device you've got in this kit we just put together for you. Poke a little hole in the top of the can, Throw that piece of string down in there, let it wick up, light that with whatever you want to light it with, your road flare or whatever you want to do. And that, that believe it or not, that little can will stay lit for a very long time, would provide a little bit of warmth inside the vehicle. And then when that burns out, guess what? Well, you've got this little snack there as well because you got the tuna. That's true. And, and I, we didn't believe it would work, but we let that thing, Charlie's laughing because we let that thing sit in the studio in here and it ran for... I don't know. We finally blew it out. We, we three, four hours, something like that. And we finally blew it out. The thing would have kept running. Did it have an aroma? No, no smell whatsoever. None. It really clean burning. So just, just a side note. All right. John and Cheyenne has a comment. What's going on, John? So John, you know, I do a lot of backpacking and yes. in the winter. And the first thing that nobody said that everybody should do, if you're going out into the woods, whatever, let somebody know where you're going. Oh, good and what point. Time yes. To be yes. back. You know, we did a five-night backpack in the up north and outside of Pinedale, and I let my daughter know. I said, you should hear from me by Friday night at 6 o'clock. I'll give you a call. I'll shoot you a text when we get back at cell phone service. Just yeah. so somebody knows where you are in case, you know, you never know. You step in a hole, you snap an ankle. Good point. You might not be getting out. Yeah, good point. So the other thing is we And, and by the way, don't go alone. You, you know, if you're going to go alone, definitely make sure you got somebody who knows where you're going, what time you're leaving, and what time you're coming back. Yep. Because occasionally, I won't backpack alone, but I'll go on a day hike alone with just my dog. 
But somebody knows where I'm going, Good. what time I'm going to be back, Good. And what route I'm taking, okay. what Good. trail. Good. But here's – I carry a – I call it my emergency kit for backpacking, hiking, and whenever the winter rolls around, I just throw it in my car. I've got a, a space blanket and a poncho, yeah. 50, 50 feet of parachute cord. I can make a shelter if I needed Good to point. in an emergency. Um, and then the other thing is – Strike anywhere matches, cowboy matches, you know, yep. Clint Eastwood. If you go to Walmart to the pharmacy, you can get a pill bottle that they will seal up perfectly in. And when I asked, the guy said, no, no charge. But even if they charge you a quarter, 50 cents, you've got a sealed yep. thing of matches. And then, a, you know, a mini Bic lighter. And, of course, you know, I've always got my knife in my pocket, stuff like that. Yeah. But I had a question for you, John. Did you get your Metrinch set? And have you used it? I have, and I have, and it's awesome. I keep, you know, when you said no tools in the car, I keep that kit under the seat of my car. That thing would do everything. Yeah, it works really, you know, works really well. You know what I added to it? I added a quarter-inch drive ratchet, and it fits perfectly under the four large wrenches. In nice. The yeah, it needs that, by the way. Huh? It needs that, by the way. So, yeah, good right. one. Right. And I, what I paid, 15 bucks. It was a Husky. It, yeah, well, that works perfect. You know, and it slides right in there. And the other thing I keep in the glove compartment of my both our trucks, the set of vice grips, because you can yep. do a lot with it. You can do a lot with a set of vice grips. Yes. Good point. Yeah, good point. So those are the things. But the other thing is safety first. If you don't think you're going to make it, don't try. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. John. Yeah, well said. So many, so many hikers, you, we ran into some. They go out on a 90-degree day with a liter of water. And it's not enough. Oh, no. I, I carry three liters, and I carry my Sawyer Squeeze filter. Yep. That's the other thing. If you really want to be Yeah, throw safe, a filter in there. Then you can always drink whatever. Sawyer Squeeze yeah. at thirty at Walmart are $35. There you go. There you go. For th- oh, last thing. I bought two of these. It's a fleece 40-degree sleeping bag. They sell them there. Coleman makes them. They're about 20 bucks, and what's nice is it zips up. So if you're stuck in the car, you can zip it True. around yourself. True. And then the only other thing that nobody mentioned is in my survival bag in the car, I keep a pair of dry socks because if your feet get wet, you can take your <laughs> Good one. Your shoes I like that. That, I, that one I hadn't thought of. Good one, John. Dry socks will yeah. keep your feet warm. Yeah. And Good then one. the other thing that you talked about, the tuna can, I have a co- – uh, a, like a one-pound coffee can and a candle, and you just melt yeah. a little wax to the bottom and stick it in Do there. that, too. And that'll little heater. Enough heat. Yeah. Little yeah. mini heater. Yep, good John, one. John, have a great weekend. You, too, man. Good stuff. I appreciate it. Ron and Firestone, what's going on with your Jeep? Hey, my friend has a 2008 um, Jeep. It's that model, kind of like a Wagoneer, you know. Yep. And uh, when he turns the turn indicator on, he doesn't hear the audible clicking, you know, of it. And it's almost caused him some wrecks before because he turns it on and he forgets to turn it off right. because he doesn't hear the audible. In the old days, they used to have flasher units. I'm wondering if that still has a flasher unit or is it mm-hmm. It does. Else? still has a flasher. Yeah. still has a flasher. Yeah, most oh. likely that flasher. And you can, by the way, you can buy flashers that make a louder clicking noise yeah. if you wanted to. Oh, oh, good. Sure. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah, on that one, you can. A lot of them, you can't, but that one, you can. 
All righty. Yeah, no, good one, Ron. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And, yes, you, you can put a larger flasher in that. Ve- a lot of the newer vehicles don't. Yeah, it's true. It's all done through the body control module and stuff, so it's not like it used to be. But anyways. So how's Kurt today? Kurt's doing just fine. Look at this beautiful day. It's pretty nice out. So I how's mean, the mortgage world? Mortgage world is still a little busy. Um, just a little? Are, just a little. <laughs> uh, rates are still low. Uh, a lot of people taking advantage of it. When you're borrowing money under 3%, you really can't. Pa- and having the equity that you have, you can't pass that up. Well, and I know and we talk a lot during the week for folks that are, that are now maybe just listening to us on the weekend. And you've got projects, things that you'd like to do around the house. Whether it be fix-up stuff, whether it be you want to build that shop, you know, you've always wanted to add that addition, things like that, but you just didn't have the funds to do it. Kurt's got some unique ways where you know he can take the equity that's in your home, utilize that equity, get what you need done. In a lot of cases, not change your cash flow at all. At all. One of the, and the product you're talking about, the asset manager, one of the features that that has that a lot of people are taking advantage of with their equity now, they have 100, 150,000. You get the loan, but you're not paying for the money. Correct. So in a six months or a year from now, when something comes up and you decide to make the change, you've got you it. If, and your job situation could change, your health situation, but you still have access to that money. And, and it's a great safety valve for down the road. I work, and by the way, I, ha- I have that. Steve's got it. The asset manager loan, it works. And those of you, real quick, that are self employed, I say this a lot and I'll continue to say it. If you're self employed and you don't have that type of a mortgage, and I mean this sincerely, you're missing out. Because what it enables you to do, and Steve can attest to this as well, with the asset manager, A, you've got capital to do some things with, even business wise, to make more money with and do some things that you may not have been able to do otherwise. But on top of that, because you've got the ability with the business and other things that you're probably already doing, you can get that mortgage paid off much faster than you would have normally. And Steve's over here shaking his head. But I'm doing my kitchen right now. And so now I'm able to draw into funds and and maybe I have enough money and savings to do maybe the cabinets. Right. Or maybe I don't, but I'm more flexible. You can do whatever you need to. And you can get it paid off faster. Yeah. So then if I make a little extra at the shop or something... Maybe I can pay for those cabinets, or maybe not. I can draw from it. It gives me a lot more. Your, your flexibility is much better. Yes, I can do what I want. Which, I by the way, the other, you don't have to reapply for a loan. No, it's there. No, yeah. and you're, you're, the other thing that happens, especially those of you that are self-employed, is your buying power now also just changed. Because, you know, we had Bill from Arc Electric on in that last hour. So let's say that, you know, uh, use Bill as an example. Bill's got, the, got this particular mortgage. He's, it's basically a big line of credit on your house. That's probably the best way to look at that, and that's exactly how it works. We can explain it, or Kurt can explain it to you directly. But let's say Bill all of a sudden has an opportunity to, we talked generators in that first hour. Well, maybe Bill's got an opportunity where, you know, he's got four or five customers who are interested in, in generators, and all of a sudden his warehouse one day has a big sale on those things, and he can buy two or three of them, and they're at a huge discount. Well, in this particular case of what I just shared with you, you could go buy those, have them in your own inventory. And when wait. the time comes and you know you can sell those for full price, you just now made that much more money on that product that you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise because you didn't have the access to the funds. That's right. Make sense? That's exactly that, That's right. how this particular mortgage, if you would, I hate calling it a mortgage because really it's an investment tool. That's how I look at it. It's not real. I mean, it is a mortgage because, you know, you have a, a loan on your house and, uh, you know, you've got to get that paid, and I get all that. But what this does is it takes that additional equity that a lot of people are just sitting on, not using it. It gives you the ability to tap into that and use it. It actually takes your equity and turns it into a personal bank that you control. Yeah, you're banking on yourself, you're, essentially. It's your bank. That's right. And you don't have to go anywhere. You never need to refinance. What you need is already there. 
for 30 years. It. And by the way, it's just called writing a check because that's how easy it is to make it all happen. Uh, yeah. Or debit card. But just put the card in the and machine. However, however you want to do it. Debit card, check, away you go. All right, we've got a couple hours coming your way or a couple more hours coming your way, so don't go anywhere. Question of the day. Things you carry in your car for emergency use. We had a big, long list, but you know what? You can add to that. There's several things that... We didn't even think about during that last hour that our last caller, John, filled in on. So anything at all when it comes to that, let us know. 303-477-5600. We'll be back. Hour 2 is next. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.